Hey, hey, on today's episode, we'll talk about going back to school, the challenges of repeating a grade, and the joys of butt slapping goodbye. Welcome to the Grown Up With Kids <laughs> podcast. I'm David. I'm Rachel. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Are you a carnival barker? Carnival barker. Can we call you, you at the Iowa Fair? Can we call you Carney Dave at the Iowa Fair? Carney Dave. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. What about the Iowa Fair where like politicians were? Yeah. They eat like fried stuff on a stick. That's all I know about it. Yeah. Do you think they really eat it? I mean, um, don't you think they're on like pretty strict diets or something? I can't speak for the diets of (laughs) Of politicians. politicians. You can't. You don't. You haven't analyzed that. That's not in our. We should start a politics podcast. Maybe later. Oh, we know so much. I know nothing, and that's why it would be hilarious. (laughs) It would be hilarious. I have a lot of opinions, but yeah, you do. (laughs) It doesn't count. Um, So we're gonna. It's the first day of school for our kids today. Yeah, buddy. Super excited about that. They went. So excited. They survived. They did. It was a good day. It was a good day. Yeah. Do you remember your first day of school and leading up to that growing up? Man, I remember having to take pictures. Oh, really? Yep. Um, every time we had uh-huh. to take pictures. And I remember like... Even high school? No. I don't think so. I could see your mom taking your picture. <laughs> I could also see your mom not caring. I know. <laughs> Somewhere in between. Miss. No, I mean, I think, I don't think we took pictures in middle school and high school, but I totally made our oldest son take a picture this morning who's entering middle school. Oh yeah. We're going to do it till they get to college. And we're going to take a picture when we drop them off at college. So when I went to college, my parents took a picture like in front of my dorm, in front of the science building, in front of the language arts building, in front of the like chapel. You must have been the coolest freshman on campus. Oh my gosh. I wasn't. I was wearing like yellow overalls. Mm. So, uh, so in style. Red and yellow shirt. Oh, it was terrible. That sounds terrible. It sounds like late 90s. Um, it does sound like the late 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a Rachel haircut? Not your no, haircut. But no, no. I wasn't that cool. No, too bad. All I really remember. Too bad. <laughs> too bad for you, dude. <laughs> no, you're way cooler than I am. So you're really up in the Smith <laughs> average. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I feel like Carnival, like... Carney Dave? Carney Dave is pretty cool. Smell My hands smell like cabbage? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's move on. Um, here's what I remember later on, like going into high school. I remember having dreams a couple of nights before going to school, and it always involved me not being able to find my class. Oh, yeah. And oddly, a lot of times there were a lot of bicycles. What? So like I would bike to school and then there'd be bicycles riding up and down the stairs inside the school. This is a really vivid dream for you. Yeah. It was a very grand staircase, sort of like Annie. What? Um, I don't know why the staircase was so big or like why the, we were biking inside. <laughs> the staircase at the school was really grand. and then In my dream, not in, in real life. In your dream. Yeah. yeah. In real life, it was a normal school Normal stairwell. amount of bicycles. Zero inside, yes. But that's the <laughs> yeah. normal amount. I used to get a lot of anxiety and like... About, uh, I used to get a lot of anxiety about what I would wear, which mm-hmm. I think is relatively typical for a girl. Um, mm-hmm. So I was concerned about what I wore, what I looked like. I would get up super early to do my hair on the first day. Really? And looking back, that's the dumbest thing ever. Like, I wouldn't do my hair that nicely for the rest of the year. Like, what am it's I trying to do? First impressions, though. 
Yeah, for so. kids that I saw last year around <laughs> May, <laughs> you know? Fair point. Um, so how are you feeling about the milestone of a middle schooler? This is our first one. First middle schooler, sixth grade baby. Um, good. You know, it was a sweet goodbye this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing, but we like... So last night we were sitting around the table and I was like, okay, so I'll walk you to school. And he like looked at me like a death stare, like That's no not way. Happen. And everyone started laughing at me. I don't know if I like, I just thought I'd walk him to school forever. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. So he's I wasn't super allowed. excited about walking to school, which is fun. He is. He did a great job. So we. <laughs> he's a good walker. He's a good walker. He walked around the block. It was cute. I saw his friends riding their bikes to school this morning, uh-huh. like all these little guys. Yep. Um, so we were on our way out the door this morning and like, he is like, he's really put together. He picked out his outfit, like he was ready to go and he's, um, yeah, he was ready to go sitting around with his backpack on. Mm -hmm. So we're all on our way out the door. I give him a hug and then, um, everyone else leaves and it's him and I in the kitchen and he's like, I I don't know if he like sensed that I felt sad or if he Mm -hmm. was feeling sad, but he's like, uh, one more hug. And I was like, yes, I'll take it. (laughs) So he's he's pretty intuitive. He might've might've known. He might've known. Yeah. Or maybe we could just say he misses me. He does need you. Don't worry. Thanks. I appreciate you you saying that. So he's grown up. It's fun. I like it. It is fun. It feels like. Um, I think you're doing great. I think today was a oh, little bit no. harder for you <laughs> than me um, because all three of our kids were like, oh, well, our oldest walked all the way to school. The other ones we drive to school and then they're like, oh, we'll walk ourselves to class. Yeah. They wanted us to drop them at the curb. On the first day. Heck no. Which is probably normal for a lot of people listening, but yeah. not for us. Not for us. Not for overbearing, crazy mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I might be a helicopter mom. I'm that mom. But yeah. But seriously, it was great. Like, they walked in on their own, and they went to their mm-hmm. classrooms. Our youngest wanted um, you to come and say goodbye. So then we both, yeah. both went downstairs. Another sweet moment where, like, he gives you a hug. Did he slap your butt? Oh, yeah. He asked. He goes, can I slap your butt? Like, a baseball player. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, sure. And he gives me a little slap. Like, bye, Dad. Yep. He did the same thing to me. He goes, Mom, can I slap your butt? And I was mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I guess so. So he gives me a good whack, and he goes, all right. I'll see you later. Yeah. And he was on his way. Yeah. So it was awesome. It was a good day. He's a funny kid. Yeah. And I think it's really fun. Our oldest or our middle son is now on the top floor of the school. Mm-hmm. And big that's deal. like, big yeah, deal. that's a really big deal. And he gets to use both fields. Like that's the thing he said when he came home today. He's For like, recess? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he just gets more privileges. So. Yeah. Yeah, salad bar at lunch. Yeah. He's going to have a salad tomorrow. That's different. Who is that kid? That's I great. know. So it was a good day. It was a good day. Um, you mentioned earlier tonight that you wanted to talk about how we're not good about planning for school. Holy buckets. We like tear into school every year with our hair on fire. Yeah. It's like yesterday we realized, oh, Oh, they're going going to school. school. We should be prepared. (laughs) We should make, I think it was like eight o'clock when I I heard you say, oh, we need to make lunches. I was like, I didn't even think of that. I know. (laughs) We haven't made lunches in three months, two months. I mean, they're eating lunch, but we're not like packing lunches. lunches. (laughs) We made school. I just want to clarify so that people don't think we're total idiots. All summer we go two meals. We might be total idiots. It's fine. (laughs) They make a lot of their own food. It's fine. So, um, yeah. yeah, I feel like we try to like pack in a ton in the summer and then it's like a week before school and we're kind of like trying to just get our feet on the ground for mm-hmm. the summer and then 
It's like school slaps us in the face. All of a sudden, it's there. And then our son slaps us in the butt. And then Bam. we're done. Yeah. Kids yeah. raised. We um, are not good planners. True. We People are, think we are, though. That's a funny thing. Yeah. So if there's something that I'm really interested in, I will spend a lot of time planning it, like our vacations. But even though... So are you saying you're not really interested in our children's education? Um, <laughs> not as interested as I was oh my in gosh. our vacation. I pray to God your dad's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... I'm very interested in their education. But my point was, when there's something really fun, I will spend a lot of time preparing for it. But even that, I will usually wait till it's slightly too late. Like, we were going to D.C. earlier this summer, <laughs> yeah. and I should have signed up for the White House tour, like, months in advance, or whatever the limit is, a month in advance. And I did it, like, a week in advance, well, and we didn't get it. Okay, but who are these parents that are so on top of it? Like, I'd love to meet who them. Who are these people? <laughs> Um, Honestly, yeah. how do you plan all that? Like your life has to just like stop to get all this crap done. There's We're just, just not so super much organized stuff. people. We're well, working I on it. Mm. <laughs> uh, in some ways, you're really you're really clean. I'm really clean, and I am actually really strategic and thoughtful. I think to create mm-hmm. efficiency. Yes, but I'm not super like. I don't love sticking to a really strict schedule or being or super, organizational super plan. Yeah. You like coming up with a plan though. I love it. I hate, I hate maintaining a plan. Um, so what, uh, so I mean, that was I, the question is who like, do you know any parents who actually plan that far in advance? Oh, I think we'd know some parents who are really good at that. Yeah. Like who think through those things or planning a week's in advance. We, my point was going to be that we sort of go event to event. So like we put a lot of energy into planning our vacation. We went on vacation. We got back about f- five or six days before school started. And it was like that was the moment it r- we realized, oh, school starts next week. Yeah. And, and that, we knew it. It's not like it was like a total surprise. We're not total No, but we just imbeciles. block it out. Yeah. We just We're partial of... in- imbeciles. Is that, <laughs> is, that, is that an option? Well, I think we, we work under like, okay, what's the next thing we need to conquer? You yeah. Know? And then... We and we do pretty well in I the felt like that last all minute. this week. Like I had something to do Wednesday morning, and yeah. all I could think about Monday, Tuesday was getting that done. And then I realized I had something Wednesday night, and then it was like all Wednesday afternoon I'm doing that. And then we had school start this morning, yeah. And then I had a meeting at nine that I didn't start thinking about till eight thirty. <laughs> <laughs> like my brain is ridiculous. So I think that's what parenting does to you. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah, but when we when we show up late to places with our kids and people are like, oh, I understand you have three kids. I'm yeah. like, no, we were late before we had. kids. Oh my gosh, do you remember at the beginning of marriage when we went to church? I do remember the beginning of our marriage. It was awesome, <laughs> but we went to church and we were always late. Church uh-huh. started at like 10:30. In it the was morning. not early. No, it wasn't early. So it was. We went to church and we were actually on time this week. So we go into. Yeah. We First go into time the in like two months. Yeah. And we go into and we were the new like, at this church. Yes. We go into the Sunday school class. Everyone is sitting down. We traipse right to the front because we're like, we're on time. We can sit in the front. It's cool. No yeah, shame. Yeah, we both were a little bit surprised that the room was full. Yeah. We but were we still just went right up to the we front. We didn't take any social cues whatsoever. We sat right down in the front. Do you remember that we sort of banged the the like they had a partition wall? Yes. And we oh, sort of ran into yeah. that. And so we made a ruckus we as we were sitting down. We made a ruckus. Down. We sat and down. No one says anything. Not a word until 
three minutes later. Three minutes later, and they're doing the closing song, and they're closing everything out, and we're leaving, and we thought, that's odd. Again, we are missing some social cues. It was cues. daylight savings. It was savings. daylight savings time. <laughs> it was spring forward. Oh my gosh, we're so dumb. <laughs> so we're walking out and there are people behind us like, yeah, daylight savings time really got me this week. And we're yeah. like, oh, that's why everybody was there. Yeah. Anyway. We didn't really make a lot of friends there. No, <laughs> we left pretty quickly. They're like, we're not going to talk to those people. <laughs> they're clearly going to try to raise kids and they're going to suck at it. We don't want to be friends with them. They can't get here. Even <laughs> It wasn't like we were 10 minutes late. We were 57 minutes oh late. Oh my gosh. So, And we had no clue. That's the funny part. Anyway, I just think, if there are any other parents out there who have... If you've got your stuff together, will you please tell us and tell us how you do it? Or don't tell us. Keep it to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. All right. So we did have one challenge this year, which is one of our children is repeating a grade. Yes. Um, And we are mostly comfortable with it at this point, but it's been just a hard process to go through. Yeah. It's not really something you think about until the teacher brings it up in one of your conferences near the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we think... You know, things aren't going super well, and they kind of dance around it. Yeah. And Uh, he is a great kid. Just seems like he got to the point where maybe he was a little bit young for where he was. Yeah. And needed more time. And so it's like, he's great right now. It seems like he's ready to go. He's on par, if not ahead, a lot of kids now in his class. Yeah. Um, So it was just a maturation thing. Yeah. But it was... um, I remember the first time they brought it up in the middle of the year, a little, little over halfway through the year. And my first reaction, because I'm selfish and uh, prideful, was like a, a hit to my ego. Like, oh, I'm going to have a child that we have oh, to go through like this with. it's a reflection on you. Yeah. And then once he got past that, I was like, okay, this might be good. Let's process through, like, whether we agree with them because uh, they sort of gave us an option. Yeah. And, and then start working through, like, what? alongside that like how do we do this the best for him yeah how do we make sure that he uh goes through this process as smoothly as possible knowing it wouldn't be super smooth it would be hard on him but then you know setting him up to really succeed and grow through um this second opportunity yeah absolutely opportunity that is the the word that we should continue to use i think that like yeah, I think for me, it was a little discouraging last year when we were talking with the teachers because mm-hmm. I sort of wanted to be like, well, you don't know my son. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what he's capable of. Like, he could work all summer long and he'd be amazing. So we had a friend who um, whose son also was um, invited to stay back and she declined. They mm-hmm. declined, made the decision. And we just hung out and she was like, man, I thought we would work really hard this summer I thought I'd be really disciplined and get him like Mm -hmm. up to speed. And now we're not. And I regret my decision. Like Mm -hmm. I should have put him, I should have held him back. And like, it was affirming for me to just say like, I, like if I were to look back at myself last May when we were trying to make this decision Mm -hmm. and if I would, if I could say one thing, I would say, you're not going to work that hard this summer. Like, (laughs) I mean, like, I, I, I guess I disagree with you in that you worked really hard with him. We got some tutoring help. Yeah. He's worked pretty hard. Um, I think but the, but what I would say is that you weren't going to work hard enough because it's not really feasible in two months to catch up on the things that 
weren't going that well for six to eight months, right? Yes. And, that's, and, that and we have like unrealistic expectations for ourselves and what can happen over any two month period, but especially summer because it is. Yeah. But I think that, and I think that that's like, I think that's a very realistic like thought that moms and dads might have that we like, we have a ton of capability to mm-hmm. like totally get our kid caught up over the summer. And it's just like, they just need extra, uh, like two months extra. Yeah. But The hardest part of this process was talking through it with our son and getting him to yeah. buy in. Yeah, I think that the hardest part was like, like I wish there were a script. I wish there was someone who could like give us the language to use that Uh would like soften it for him, but also Mm -hmm. be really truthful. Because like what I started with was like, you're going to be the leader in the class, you know, like you're going to be great. And then it went sideways and he was like, oh, so I don't have to do any work. I'm going to just be the helper for the teacher. And I was like, well, he literally said, I'll do the really. teacher stuff, but I'm not going to do the school stuff. Yeah. And, and so that sort of like backfired. And actually a friend of mine last week, um, who is also holding her son back, she said like the way I phrased it was, you know, there are only a few kids that have been invited to stay in this grade mm-hmm. and you get to be one of them. You got the invitation and I know that there are only a couple of those invitations available. Mm-hmm. And her son like bought it hook, line and sinker. Yeah. Well, so, when we use that word invitation, it also changed our son's perspective on it as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't think... It was misleading too much. Like, yeah, um, because it was an invitation. Yeah, that we to, accepted to, to, <laughs> to, to go through it again and master some skills that weren't there yet. Yeah, and the other part of it was that, um, like, if I could rephrase it, I think I would have started with, "Man, you deserve a really fun year where the mm-hmm. academics are easy." You know? Yeah, I wouldn't say easy, but where you there. Where they're manageable Mm -hmm. and you don't have to worry that much. Like you can spend a lot of time on other things that are important to your growth. Yeah. So a couple of things that um, I think were helpful in this process for us. We haven't really talked about this, but so one was we had, we had a while you and me to just process it and to do that and process through like, I was telling you about my selfishness in it because it wasn't about me and it wasn't important how I felt, but it was important for us to process through how we felt to get through that, to recognize, okay, this is why I feel good or bad or whatever about this. Yeah. And now I can focus on our son and what's best for him and how to walk him through how he's going to feel about it. Yeah. So we had some time to really get on the same page and had a number of conversations even before we had decided whether we were going to do it or not. Uh, to kind of talk about how we felt about it and pros and cons. And then once we made the decision, uh, I think we kind of processed it a little bit more. We had gotten advice um, or direction even from the school to not really talk to him about it until pretty close to when the school year started so that he wasn't thinking about it all summer. I think that was good advice. Did you feel good about our timing? Because it wasn't like a week before. It was like probably like four or five weeks before, three or four maybe. (laughs) Yeah, it was. So it worked out about three weeks before that he was home while his brothers were at camp and we had some time alone. And I think that's when we first broached the subject. Yeah. And it, yes, it was, I think it worked out well uh, because we had a lot of conversations about it. I mean, not like tons, but it was like we had one conversation about it. He pushed back. We processed a little bit. 
he wasn't super happy about it, but it kind of died down the conversation. And then we had another conversation a day or two later and then kind of week or two went by without really talking about it. He might bring it up every once in a while. So I feel like that space was helpful as opposed to if we had just mentioned it, um, two days before or something, it might've felt a little too sudden. The other thing that came into play was, um, like he had enough time to process it. And then we reached out to the school Mm -hmm. teacher to ask, for help. And that was really helpful. And I think if we would have waited much longer, we wouldn't have really known what we were working with, I guess, with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, because we had multiple conversations, he was able to communicate, not really intentionally or directly, but he would make comments and we would realize, oh, he's worried about X. Like he's worried about missing his friends, which was a big thing. It wasn't necessarily that he would feel badly about not moving on. It was more... I've made relationships with these people and he really couldn't get his head around the fact that he will make more friends right. in, in this new class. Um, so we were able to kind of talk through that and talk about how good a friend maker he is and right. you know how there'll be opportunities to meet these friends and how he knew a kid who was in a similar situation a year before and how that kid had a great experience and had good friends. So exactly, um, I think that was helpful to have multiple conversations to really understand what was going on. Um, and then... The teacher thing was huge. Like they recommended that he had the same teacher and we discussed that you and I and agreed with them. And she was really helpful and took him out for a little while the day before school, talked to him about it. Um, and he seemed again, not 110% on board, but 95% on board and excited about being with her again. Yeah. And that was really helpful you know, that she really helped grease those wheels, if you will. Yeah, exactly. She was really helpful. I think one thing I wish I would have known or like felt more confident in is um, reaching out to her. Felt yeah, like it felt a little bit scary to me because I don't want to impose on a teacher's summer. Like I'm, I feel really careful to make sure that we're not an imposition. Yeah, Um, (laughs) that's a theme in all of our life. I know. Yeah, it really is. But it just feels like I, I. Like she was happy to do it. And even if the teacher was not willing in another situation, like reaching out to some other third party outside of his family to speak into it is really helpful. Like, um, I think that was encouraging. And then today he went to school like a champ, slapped us on the butt, said goodbye. But, um, after school, one of the, the crazy things was, um, like he got in the car and the first question, the first thing he said was like, essentially like all my friends, all went my on. friends went on. Like nobody mm-hmm. told me that, it, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, I think he knew that it just didn't register. And that was kind of a blip. He didn't really bring it up again, but it yeah. just, it I think wasn't. That blip right. is going to come up pretty regularly. And then yeah. eventually two, three, four, five weeks from now when he has good friendships. And it sounds like he made like some immediate yeah. connections, but I think that will start to fade at that point. Yeah, the school said take the first six weeks might be rough. Yeah. But I so, think yeah. So I like the other thing I, I I wish I had a podcast to listen to. I remember searching last May mm-hmm. and looking for someone to just talk about this. Yeah. Like I, I just didn't know where to find instruction um or some sort of direction. Yeah. You know? I was going to just really quickly jump back to the timing thing. One thing that worked well was we waited to tell him till after we had seen all our family for the summer. 
<laughs> yeah. And I thought it was great. But we just didn't want him to have to have that conversation six times. Yes, With over every over. grandparent and every aunt and uncle or what have you. And so they knew, uh, the aunts and uncles and the grandparents and all that. But it was just like, he doesn't know yet, so we're not going to talk about it. Right. And it just... That was easier than, again, him having to talk to all these other people about it. Right. He really ended up just talking to us about it and then talking to his teacher about it. Yeah. And the, I mean, like, so over the last week, he's gotten, you know, like a haircut and we've done like the regular before school stuff. And um, people will say, oh, it's back to school. What grade are you going into? And his response has has been, my mom is making me do kindergarten again, (laughs) which I'm like, oh, all right, kiddo. Like, Does he say it with a smile or no? Um, no, it's yeah. not with a smile, but that's okay. Like, I'm happy to, to bear that, you know, like yeah. I'm happy to take that blame if it makes him feel better. Yeah. We'll have to give an update in six weeks and see how it's going. Absolutely. Yep. So that's, that's our heart right there. Anything else you're feeling about the first day of school? Oh, just relief. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, I'm really, I'm relieved that everyone is really happy. Like, they seem to all be really in, in good places. But I'm also just like thankful for a minute to breathe. Yeah. I feel like there's just so much pending that we just mm-hmm. don't deal with during the summer. Yeah. Um, we both like structure, um, but it's so hard. <laughs> we don't plan with, it, but we it's like so it. hard with young children. Um, yes. to have structure when they're home essentially all day. And when they're not home, it's because you're creating, like taking them to their grandparents or go, sending them to camp. And there's just a lot of ups and downs to do that. Yeah. Not, not emotional ups and downs, just like irregular schedules and, yeah, and go irregular buy all this stuff, do a lot of laundry. And yes. when they come back, um, can we just spend 10 seconds on how bad their camp bag smelled oh, when they came back? Oh my gosh. I the like f- weird smells and <laughs> I thought I was going to die. It okay, was but the funny part of it is that we didn't even unpack them. Like we yeah, went we picked them up straight and then left on a road trip. Yeah, we went straight from camp to a road trip because our washing machine broke. And so we yeah. were in a minivan for a really long time Eight with hours. really smelly laundry. Like <laughs> Unbelievable. But you know, you get used to it. Because I, they were at least 10, 12 feet away from yeah. me. And I was able to pack them underneath <laughs> everything else. That's true. Uh, well, that's, that's good true. stuff. So in the theme of back to school, I do have a stat of the week. Bow, bow. Awesome. <laughs> so you want to hear the stat of the week? Absolutely. All right. So in honor of back to school, I... Uh, skimmed at the most a Deloitte report on back to school spending. Ooh, yes, do tell. And uh, in the United States, $27.8 billion spent on back to school spending. Oh my gosh. Do you have a guess on how much that works out to for the average, like average dollar amount per student? Oh, of course not. I don't do math, but I'm, I mean, okay. So thinking realistically per student, probably like $100? Is it more? So I think it include, It must include clothes and things like that. Oh, okay. Uh, so you, you want to revise it? Yeah. So I would say per student, maybe like four to $500. Oh, really? Well done. Because I five, spend all our money. <laughs> $519 per student. Wow. And so that breaks down. That the bulk of so that much. is actually clothing and accessories. So of the $27.8 billion, that's like 15 of it. And then school supplies is six. And then electronic gadgets and computers and hardware is the rest of it. Another like $6.7 billion. That's a lot of that's electronic a, gadgets. a lot of money going towards electronics. And I um, bet that's going to 
continue to rise. So people are spending more on computers, hardware, electronic gadgets than they are on actual school supplies, which I guess makes sense because they're so much more expensive per yeah. item. Because a pencil is sure a lot cheaper <laughs> than a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a really nice pencil. Equally useful, <laughs> however. <laughs> Although we are sitting at a table with like a 47 pencils. Yes. Okay. Favorite part of uh-huh. the beginning of the school year is like putting a ton of pencils in the middle of the table and like just like ready for homework. You have like, we should post this somewhere if we had somewhere to post it, but um, you have like a bouquet of pencils yes. next to a bouquet of Sharpies next to a bouquet of other markers. It's like a pretty impressive spread. It is. And there's like, there are two rulers in there. There's Elmer's glue. There are like felt tip pens and erasers, like heavy duty erasers. I mean, it is like ready for homework. I feel like we just uh, delved into uh, like talking through school supplies, like that lady from the Ikea. There's like an Ikea podcast where the lady will read the (gasps) book. um, The catalog. The catalog and it puts you to sleep. So we don't want to put anyone to sleep. So we're going to call it a night. Yep. Uh, Rachel, as always, thanks for working on the farm. Hey, thank you for working on the farm. Until next time, I'm David. Carney Dave, if you will. (laughs) I'm Rachel. Not Carney Rage. (laughs) All right. Talk to you all again soon. Bye. Bye. Uh-huh.